0: Welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast. Join Josh and Michael as they talk about the latest hobby news, what's on the shelves at Grand Slam, the inside scoop on what it's like running a local card shop, and much, much more. Now, to the episode.
1: Welcome, welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast. Tuesday night, no football, no wrestling, just the Talking Shop Podcast. Oh, I am your your co-host... Josh from Grand Slam Cards, along with Michael. Hello, hello. Yes,
0: it's just us and the small basketball league that starts tonight. Just us and them.
1: It's already underway.
0: Nothing else. How are you, Josh? I'm good. You? I'm doing well. Let me... We've got a lot to talk about, so I'm just going to go through the rundown real quick. We are going to be talking about in the opening rip our predictions for the NBA. Josh and I are going to display our ignorance about professional basketball. Uh, we'll touch on <laughs> we'll touch on week six of the NFL uh, along with the N- MLB playoff picture. Uh, did the Yankees win or the Guardians win today? Uh,
1: Yankees. The Yankees. Yankees win. Unless, uh, something un- unless something unbelievably crazy happened. They were winning big and it was late, so I okay. assume they won. So, Well, there we go. Um, we're going to go over some new products in
0: the shop. Uh, one of the ones that I am looking forward to uh, is... Uh, that Tops Luminaries baseball product because I love baseball, especially high-end baseball. We're going to recap trade night, give our takeaways from it, uh, talk a little bit more about grading. Uh, we got um, we dipped our toe in the water of that last week, but there are some, um, some developments since then. Card from the vault, new products that are coming to the shop, and then we're going to end, as usual, with crazy stat of the week. But first, Josh, NBA starts tonight. Do you have your little cheat sheet in front of you? Uh,
1: I think I do, yes.
0: So we're going to give our picks. And uh, and if if you want to, some players or cards that may be interesting to you uh, because of those picks. So... Uh, we're gonna start let's start with the eastern conference uh the atlantic division who comes out of that atlantic division for you josh
1: you know unless the brooklyn nets can get it figured out and get clicking you know you gotta go i gotta go celtics there uh, okay although they're in a uh, neck and neck battle with the sixers as we speak so nice, nice. i can uh, see either team but you know I would. i would Take the easy route with the Celtics?
0: I'm going to go out on a limb and say that talent talent, uh, overcomes dysfunctionality uh, and say that the Nets are going to come out and win that division. And I've always been sort of a Kyrie guy. Uh, The hobby is sort of lukewarm on him. But I just, I've always said when I'm not a basketball expert, but Things just look different when he is playing. He plays a beautiful brand of basketball. And so I'm hoping they get their bleep together and uh, win that division.
1: Yeah. And you got to think, you know, Durant and all of those guys are going to click one of these days. And you would think. Yes. Yep. All right. Central division. Who's coming out of there for you? (sighs) Man. I mean, I'm going to take the easy route with the Bucks, I guess. Uh, would I would help. like to see the Pistons. I think that would be good for business. But I you will know, don't sleep on the Cavaliers. But that's see,
0: so that's where I'm going as well. And um, and they picked up who was their who was their off pickup? It was uh, Donovan Mitchell, right? He went yeah. to the Cavaliers. So I'm uh, I've got some eyes on some of his. Not really expensive cards, but some of his uh, lower end cards. Just because I think he's going to have, uh, he's going to be fun to watch with that team, and um, and we'll see.
1: All right, Southeast. Who, who do you got coming out of the southeast? You know, gotta gotta go Heat. You know, they kind of just fly under the radar. Okay, who's who's the guy with the Heat? Is it is it do you has mean, but-
0: the? Jimmy Jimmy Butler, but like he doesn't get any hobby love, right? No, he
1: doesn't. There that, is, it, it is that team that's just like, you know, you got it, Tyler Hero and you know. I mean, he's like a veteran now,
0: right? Remember when he blew yeah. up like a couple of years ago in the bubble? Like he yeah, scored thirty-seven, what? and he his cards went crazy.
1: Yeah, he's that Zion Jaw rookie class that nineteen twenty class. Nice.
0: So I am actually going to go with you there. Uh, with the heat, I just checked out some of the, um, some of the odds, and one team that I have um, that I'm looking at as far as uh, interesting young players is actually the Magic. Right, you got Cole mm-hmm. Anderson there. Uh, this kid from Germany, Franz Wagner, uh, Wagner. Yeah. However,
1: it's Wagner. Wagner.
0: Um, a- He's really, really talented and has some basketball, high basketball IQ, and uh, I think that makes him an interesting pick. So, um, But I think we, we both agree on the heat. All right, let's jump over to the Western Conference, the Northwest Conference. And to full transparency, I had no idea that these conferences were like Northwest and Southwest. I just had no idea. That's how we got about the NBA. Yeah, we just went
1: East, East, Eastern Conference. <laughs> That's right.
0: Uh, all right, Northwest, who you got?
1: Um, T-Wolves. I'm going to go Hobby Love. Edwards.
0: He is fun to watch, and the hobby loves that kid. And he gives a great interview. Part of the reason why the hobby loves him, because he gives a great interview, right? uh
1: that helps so that helps
0: hey yeah. jeff thank you for chiming in uh let us know you're out there if you're listening or if you're watching let us know fruits
1: and veggies
0: <laughs> um i am gonna go uh with uh the nuggets um i think uh, they're gonna be uh, pretty good and um you know as much as i want damian lillard to sort of keep going and break through. He's sort of lost out there in the, in the West. Uh, But I think the nuggets are a good team. Uh, All right. Uh, I think this may just be an easy one for both of us. Maybe Pacific.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got it. You got it. It's like. Betting against Brady and the Patriots in their prime, you know, you just don't do it. Well, I'm going to pull a Josh and be contrarian
0: here. Uh, Apparently uh, Kawhi Leonard is healthy. Uh, and he's looking, he's looking Zion like, he's like ripped. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to go with the Clippers coming out of that division. Oh, uh, what's up, Matt? Mr. Roper. Uh, missed you on Saturday, Matt. Where were you, man? Well, n- not really you, but your kid. He's fun. He always brings his cards and he has good cards. So next time he's got to be there. Uh, you optional. True. He's got to be there. Um, Hello, Facebook user. All right, Oh, Southwest. Who do you like coming out of the Southwest?
1: I would love for the Pelicans to do it, but I can't go against my boy Luca. Oh, Mavericks. The Mavericks. All right. Um, you know what? You got some good.
0: Get some good choices there. Yeah, there you go. Grissons. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Jaw. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to say that the, he, if he stays healthy. Uh, hopefully people have been sort of saying his name with, in the same sentence as like a Derek Rose. Yeah. Like early in his career, Derek Rose is electrifying. And then it just this the run of injuries. And he's like, he's not that big of a dude. And so he's going to get tossed around. Um, but I think this may be, yeah, I think. This early in his career, he's going to get knocked around, but he's going to recover because he's young. So I think I'm going to pick the Grizzlies. So we're going to revisit this. Uh, Give your thoughts uh, and uh, your picks in the comments. We'd love to know what you guys are thinking. Hello, Mr. Facebook user. Once again, Um, let's move on to the NFL. And so I started splitting this up for our takes uh, on uh, in three categories, fake or real. What's up? um it's Better, uh, better than we think, and worse than we think. All right. So, fake or real? And these are the leaders of their divisions in the AFC: the Bills, Chiefs, and Chargers; Ravens and Bengals. Unbelievable. Titans and Colts. So, who's who's fake or real mm. out of those leaders?
1: I mean, the Bills and the Chiefs are both real. They're they're very real. (laughs) They're going to be there at the end. That's just it's going to be that way. Um, It's with the Chargers. It's always the same thing. Can they get over that hump? You know, and you just see them kind of flirting with that, and then they'll pull out a win. And you know, uh, I think they're four and two, but it didn't look the greatest. But they're four and two. Um, I, I think the Bengals will start clicking. So I I have a hard time saying any of those are fake, Um, but the Chargers make me nervous. The Bengals make me made me nervous, but (laughs) Burrow starts clicking and Jamar, or yeah, Jamar start clicking. All of a sudden, they're dangerous.
0: So I've, I've been famous uh, or infamous for just sort of lukewarm takes. So here's my hot take. I think the Colts figure it out. We did say that before the season started. I I think the Colts figure it out and they go on a run. Now, they may just go on a run and just ruin the chances for somebody else. But I think they go on a run. I don't know how long of a run, but I think the Colts, the Colts figure it out. All right. On to the NFC. Eagles. 49ers, Rams, uh, and Seahawks. Shockingly, the Seahawks. Um, mm-hmm. Vikings, Bucks, Falcons. M- most fake or most real team there? Golly. I well, still- obviously the Eagles are going to be the most real.
1: Yeah, but I still think there's a little smoke and mirrors there. But really. I just I don't know. It's you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop with them, huh? Yeah, that that would be a good way to put it. Yeah. I think their undefeated record I don't not saying they're not good, don't get me wrong by any means, but undefeated record good, maybe not. Um I think the 49ers are just going to be a good team that, you know, they just aren't going to go anywhere. Right. Um the Rams are a complete mystery. I don't know what you think there, but um the Seahawks aren't going to do anything no offense Geno Smith um you know I would probably be scared of the Vikings the the Buccaneers are going to get it figured out too there was a ESPN was talking today about the Bucks and the Packers they're both kind of in this weird what's going on why aren't they and and the 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 guy on ESPN said you know if you're going to pick one to right the ship You got to go, Bucks. They're just—they've got a lot more talent, and it's just getting that getting that talent to realize. Where the Packers, they don't have a whole lot of talent besides Aaron Rodgers. So, um, I think the Bucks are gonna be fine long term. And the Falcons are a mystery to me. I (laughs) just—no kidding, Mariota going to be—I and I was
0: shocked. I was like, who's playing quarterback for the Falcons? And then freaking Marcus Mariota who was supposed to come in and save the titans back in the day disappeared was he out of football was he no, completely out of no. football
1: he just he was just backing up everybody
0: all right and now look he's like he looks legit he looks like the quarterback that the titans thought he would be so we'll see i you know what on this list i really do think um that that the eagles are there's there's something brewing there. I think they may be for real this year, uh, which would be which would, you know, these classic teams, these old school teams, when they're great, their fan base is so, um, so good and vibrant that it's just, it's good for the hobby, too. It's good for football and it's good for the hobby. So,
1: Well, your your list didn't include like uh, the Jets, like, hey, are they for real? I'd be curious what know. you think. Yeah, Jets, I don't know. Jets are rocking and rollin'. are I'd rolling. I believe in the Jets and that talent more than I would some of these others on this list, personally. Uh, well... He's going to come down to the Bills and the Chiefs. Let's yeah. just not kid ourselves.
0: Well, so are the... I have it here. Are, are the Patriots better than we think they are?
1: As a Patriot homer? <laughs> no, because they're... You know, unless Mac Jones comes back and, and just really settles in. They're just Ramondre Stevenson. They're riding him and the defense and um you know, you got Bailey Zapp or Zappi. He's just a placeholder until Mac's back and So here's the thing. I I've ripped a box of luminance
0: football and pulled a Bailey Zappy rookie and was just gonna sit on it and and um maybe send it in for grading if he did something um but he started he he start he took him to the lead in the game like two weeks ago i i listed it on eBay for like you know 130 dollars and got and got a uh and got an offer within 20 minutes of like 99 bucks Listen, i sound
1: like, lit it! Yeah. Matt comes back and never gets injured. You'll never see the guy again. That's absolutely.
0: It. And the Jaguars.
1: Um, we didn't talk Jaguars. I
0: mean, yeah. So the Jags look good too, and and good for good for T Law. I mean, he's got a lot of pressure he, on him.
1: Man. He had what three or four touchdowns yeah. if you count running ones. He had yep. a strong week. Then the Giants. The Giants. Yes. What if they they could very well win that division? Hmm.
0: Hmm. And then Danny Dimes, Saquon. Who's who? Who out there sitting on some Saquon Barkley
1: rookies, right? Yeah. And yeah, Saquon's kind of the the engine behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Vehicle. Um. I, all right. The good thing about it is, it's kind of like you just, it's 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 not just going to be a runaway, you know? Yeah. Because we say Bills and Chiefs, but Bengals got something to say about that, and a few of the others in that division. Well, in that conference.
0: I know this opening rip is running long, but we touched on it in pregame. This is by far the best time of the year in sports. I mean, we're we're talking about three major sports. Uh, basketball it's early, but I mean, all kinds of parity in the NFL. And uh, the last sport we're going to talk about is is baseball. Uh, the Yankees are in. So real quick, your picks between the Yankees and the Astros, Josh.
1: Who do you like? Yeah, I, I'm going Yankees. I think the that Judge has uh, had a rough start. You know, he hit a home run Ooh. today. Yeah. Oh, he hit another one. He hit a home run okay. today. So, yeah, so he's, war- I, he's warming up. Yeah. So I, saw, so I saw I saw I saw an article that said, that, or someone's you know tweet or something quote that said, uh, "If I was Aaron Judge, I would." jump the fastest I could to, to sign with another team after, after he had the season that he had carries him to the post season, then goes in a little mini slump and they boo him. Oh my I, goodness. And the guy said, I'd tell New York, see you later. And yeah. I'd sign with another team so yeah. fast. Shame on those fans.
0: All right. I like the Yankees too, just because, um, I just think, um, they're just too talented there, and, and I'm not a big Astros fan. Uh, and then Phillies and Padres. You know what's uh, what's Tatis thinking these days, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, for business sake, I hope the Padres. Personally, I, I hope the Phillies because Schwarber's my boy. Yeah. So. Yep. But yeah, I like, like. I would say Padres, but. Yeah. I'm
0: going Phillies there. I think the Phillies. There are some parallels between what the Phillies are doing this year and what the Braves did last year. Uh, and so I think there may be something brewing there. And then, uh, who do you like to win the world series for you? It's either between the Yankees and the Padres.
1: Yeah. Who I would like. Yeah. I mean, who I would like Philly. I would like the Phillies too. Um,
0: that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um,
1: yeah, I think that, I think,
0: I think it's going to go seven. Uh, it's going to be the Phillies and seven. um,
1: so I, I
0: think the Yankees are going to have a hard time stopping, uh, scoring as many runs as them. So
1: yes, Mackie says, Mackie says judge can come to Atlanta. We
0: won't boo him. Yes. You're right. Come awesome. to Atlanta. Could you imagine, could you imagine Aaron judge in a Braves uniform? It would almost look weird. In it
1: would fact, awesome. it wouldn't look weird. It would so. look weird and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. What is coming to the shop? Let's stop talking sports and more cards.
1: Yeah, so there's some uh, there's some releases this week. So uh, tomorrow is impeccable. WWE it's Cobb who's in the chat here. Sent me a video that he uploaded of uh, a box that he opened. It was actually a pretty darn good box, too. I'm going to uh, see if I can. I'm going to put the link to his video in the comments. Um, I can find it. So bear with me while I do that. So that was fun to watch him open that box. But we have uh, that coming tomorrow. Uh, Bowman Sterling is this week. It was set to come out tomorrow. Topps got it to our distributor a little bit late, a day late. So it'll probably arrive to us a day late. But Sterling Baseball is on the way. Um, And then Certified Football, Spectra Basketball, a new baseball product, Panini 3 and 2. We'll have some of that uh luminaries is a high-end baseball product we'll have some of that and something we've never carried before in the shop is tristar hidden treasures autographed footballs we've done the jerseys we've had the helmets we've had the mini helmets baseballs we've never had mystery autographed football so those come out this week as well so we'll have those maybe tomorrow or if not the day after nice
0: come get your christmas shopping done
1: early those and make great post, we, for the first time, we have um, actual loadable gift cards down at the shop. So as Christmas yes. gets closer, we sell a lot of gift certificates as it gets close to Christmas. So now we've got some nice quality ones. It's Cobb says he's pumped for
0: impeccable, but can't wait for Chronicles because this year's Chronicles, WWE Chronicles has national treasures in it. So that'd be super super cool so josh did you find that uh find that link
1: looking for it now not okay. because i can't because i wasn't logged into youtube all, <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> all right while you are looking for that we'll
0: go behind the counter do a little bit of a trade night recap uh, i'll start um trade night uh did not disappoint you know never the, does, never does. The, the regular crowd you know Uh, to be honest, uh, Josh, I don't know how you felt about it, but with all the stuff out there about, about card shows being dead and the hobby being down, I thought, um, I thought it was going to be crickets. I was not, I didn't think that I was afraid. That was a fear of mine that it was just going to be dead. It was not, uh, the everybody that's been at, uh, the past ones were there. Some guys brought friends. Uh, that hadn't been to a trade night. Uh, to me, it looked like a lot of transactions were happening. So uh, oh, it was well, alive and well. It. Oh, you found it. So you going to drop that in the chat. And I'm going to watch that tonight. I can't wait to see that. So um, a, a couple takeaways for me from, from trade night was that, um, and you said you're going to be contrarian to this, but playoff baseball is still awesome. Uh, you know everybody no, bangs done. on baseball, um, but you know I love it. It's exciting. These games are too long though. They're, to me, because the, that that game wasn't even over by the time trade night was over, right? I mean, I don't know when that game ended.
1: The only game that was long was the Mariners and the yeah. Well, you know that game went sixteen, seventeen <laughs> <I> innings. <know. laughs> So yeah, that one was long, but that's like every at-bat, the game, the elimination hangs yeah. on every game. right. I like that. I'm in the camp of, I like longer, especially when it's playoff time. And it's like me with movies. If I go to the movie, I don't mind three hours plus because I paid my money. I want to be entertained. And, right. You know, so that's, that's me. If, you know, I don't want them all to be as long as that Mariners <laughs> uh, Astros game, but Uh, I'm okay with I'm okay with long rather than short when it's playoff time.
0: And my second takeaway was basketball was starting to gain some momentum. I mean, basketball is always going to have some sort of interest just because that that traditionally in this modern card market has driven the market. But now with it starting, uh, I got more questions about the very few basketball cards I had. I started getting more watchers on that. So how about you? What were some takeaways for
1: you? Uh, So, yeah, I would say trade night, great uh, turnout. It was the softest of all the turnouts we've had, which in a way was kind of nice because you could almost move around a little bit. Our (laughs) trade nights are are so busy that it's like sardines. But, uh, yeah, I was really pleased with the turnout. It was hopping. And and I know multiple people that the only reason they didn't come was because of prior uh, uh, appointments. So. Yeah, I was super pleased. Um, we sold some stuff. We had some cool stuff opened. Oh yeah, I one Brady the whole night. And, <laughs> and if Jay is watching, Jay, I didn't even pay you for that card, so I still owe you forty bucks. That's the nice, one.
0: <laughs> nice. But yeah, I mean, some blasters like two downtowns were pulled in one night. I mean, it yeah. was crazy. It was crazy. I don't know if we posted those, but th- those were that was nuts. I mean. Within ten minutes of each other, so uh, yeah. a good time uh, was had by all. And the so. Mariners Astros
1: game was on the TV, so we uh, we were having fun watching that as we were wheeling and dealing. Um, uh, it's Cobb's bringing me another Brady tomorrow. Anthony, we'll talk Halloween soon. Yeah, Halloween Ends was the worst of the trilogies, but don't get me started on that. But Anthony's <laughs> up from, Anthony's a big Halloween slash Michael Myers fan, so we'll talk that. Um, nice um if you're if you want to see WWE impeccable opened uh Jacob opened a box over on his channel I linked it there uh in the comments so go over and watch a box of it get opened and um, check it out it's pretty sweet fantastic all right so um
0: and if you guys have any questions that you want uh Josh and I to uh give our take on uh that'd be great and I think I did we say hello to Jeff hey Jeff I'm not sure if we said what that was like way up there in the comments. What's up? We did. If you have any questions for us that you want our take on, please, (coughs) excuse me, drop those in the comments and we'll get to them. Uh, I do want to follow up uh, and get your take, Josh, on um, this continuing saga of price changes for grading. Did you see uh, what BGS, what their response to the, the price changes was. I did. And I like it. Okay. So for you guys who have not seen it, let me share my screen. Uh, this, they posted this on their Instagram. Uh, and I, I have a question for you cause I'm not really sure. So $22 a card with subgrades. Cause before this change, they had some $18 with, no subgrades and then the next tier you'd have to go up a tier to get the subgrades. So they changed that. So $22 a card with subgrades, $18 a card without subgrades. I'm not really sure why anybody would do that since that's sort of their thing.
1: And it's a pretty 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 close price too. Yeah.
0: Do you have any idea what they mean here?
1: It's $16 for single grade only. Um, So probably it looks like for orders over forty cards. So it's probably you got to have forty cards plus and no subgrades. Ah, okay. So I don't because if you're gonna do no subgrades but only like twenty two cards, then you got to do eighteen. That would be my
0: guess. All right, I'm not sure why they just didn't stay with the same without subgrades. Yeah, Um, the only
1: other thing I could think of would be you know autograph stuff. That's when I was thinking where you get a you get a grade for the auto and the and uh, the in the card but the fact they say over 40 cards makes me think that's kind of their bulk they want to get you know we're not going to spend time subgrading it and we'll crank them out faster so how much <laughs>
0: you bring up a great point how much extra time does it really i mean they're having to do it anyway right to grade a card how much extra time does it take to do subgrades? I'd it love prob- to know.
1: Probably more than you think though, because you can do it in your mind a lot faster than having to document and really, really because you they probably can I don't want to ever say wing it, but you know look at it, <laughs> look at it and say, you know overall with that with that edge, with that corner with this overall the card is here when you got to really break it down. Why am I giving this an 8 5 on the edges or something? You know, that would be plus they probably got to enter in all f- five of those grades for every card. I could right. see it taking a, a decent amount of time. I don't
0: know, man. I think they should just. They ought to do.
1: Yeah. Some people don't like subgrades, maybe because they want to maybe mask what's wrong with the card. Um, I like it. I, I'm okay with it. Beckett's my second favorite slab just to display the card. Right. I think they have the I think they have the best looking label. Um, but I like SGC's black back. Right. Um but I really love the look of Beckett graded cards personally, but
0: well, so let's just stay with the 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 pricing here. So twenty two dollars a card with subgrades. Minimum 10 cards. They're saying that uh, it's a 45, this is a wide range, 45 to 90-day turnaround. Okay? The 45 to 90-day turnaround time with PSA is $50 a card. And BGS does not have any declared value. Yeah. Does this bring Beckett back into the grading game for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, what Mackie just said, you know, it's just too bad they don't bring the same SPSA. But, you know, maybe if they advertise this heavy enough and word gets out there, it's almost like um, the card industry gets very latched on to something and it's just hard to get them off of it. And, you know, that's... I'll admit if, uh, we submit everything through Palmetto and I don't know if I, if it was as easy to submit with Beckett just through, uh, through Palmetto, I would probably send more stuff with Beckett for sure. Um, it is, a pain. Know, just, um, but the, my, my short answer is, I don't know if they can just kind of pull away from what the industry is latched onto right now. Right.
0: Yeah, we've talked about it before. You know, the thing that saved Beckett through this whole th- transition, this whole grading thing, is the fact that the some of the biggest cards ever sold are in
1: Beckett slabs. Um, so that helps them. Um, to me, it's, this I, is I, I, my two biggest cards I own are in Beckett slabs. Uh, believe it or not
0: to to me, this is compelling. Um, compelling enough to find 10 cards and give this a whirl. Um, now uh, what those cards are going to be, they're probably going to be baseball um, or they're going to be thicker cards. Uh, but this is, I, I don't know how the hobby is going to react to this. You know, if you look at um, some data from Gemra um, you know, in September, this is a crazy number, right? Uh, PSA did a million cards <laughs> in a month. Um, Beckett did 63 K percentage. Look at the percentage. Yeah. Well, so if you look, let me see, can I get back to this? So that percentage is because they only did 41 K in August. So
1: but wouldn't pretty, they say, see, we're trending in the right direction? Right. Is, will it be 80 the next month? You we'll know? see.
0: We'll see. The one question mark for me is this whole CGC um, or CSG, CSG, CSG yeah. uh, question mark. Because they seem to keep, they're sort of like the little engine that could right now. Um, their turnaround times are good. Their slabs are, they look great. For, yep. But for some reason, there's just zero resale value for them, um, and so we just don't know. But back exactly. to the original, back to the original question, you know, what what's it going to take? You know, is this is this going to be um, sort of their last stand um, for Beckett? Uh, I think this is well timed um, because people can submit. Uh, the Bowman, their Bowman stuff, and get it back before baseball season if they start submitting. They say that this is sort of a limited time
1: offer, but mm. we'll see, Yeah. You know? Um, Ever marketing. Well, yeah. if, they, if they, what, they went from 41 to 67 in a month without this, I would, yeah, I think another month will tell a, a big story. Yeah. That CSG not being you know, being that, uh, resale value. It's that, that same stigma. I told you this industry just latches onto one thing and won't let it go, you know, prism being the king, you know, and PSA being the king and certain players and and certain players not, you know, it's just, it's just hard to turn the, turn the ship sometimes in this hobby I've noticed. Well, um, just
0: to, to give an illustration um, for you guys watching so um, we talked about basketball starting tonight tatums on the floor uh, right now um, you could see uh, the clear difference so the blue line here for you guys that are watching the blue line here that those are uh, sales of the jason Tatum silver prism rookie card in a Psa 10 and then this, the green is the um, Silver Prism rookie car in a um, BGS 9.5. Now, keep in mind, if, if you guys are new, if anybody listening to this is new to the hobby, the 9.5 is Gem Mint for BGS. So that is their version of a, of a PSA 10 is a 9.5. Uh, and over the last year, it's it's... I mean, you could see where it sort of gets close, mm-hmm. but it's it's eerily consistent. How much more the PSA sells for? Uh, if you look at current prices, uh, you know it's nine fifty uh, for that card and a PSA ten, and it's it's six forty for a BGS nine point five. Um, I mean, heck, if, if you could find this at BGS and snap it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Guys, guys do it all the time. All 9-5 PSA and get a 10 and bump it up, yeah. what, 100 or 200 bucks? Yeah.
0: So I think what I'm going to do uh, for the sake of the podcast, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to find some cards and maybe record myself going through that process of submitting straight to BGS um, and see what that's like. Uh, drop drop it uh, drop uh, in the comments what, what sort of cards you would send to Bgs if you if you could pick some cards that you had saved for grading and uh, we're thinking about maybe sending uh, off in the next month or so what cards would you send over to Bgs would love to know so
1: I was, right. I was into those cards that I'm just like, I don't think this will get a 10, but if I can get a Beckett nine yep. five, that's the next best thing. So, and I don't know.
0: I mean, that's, I've, we've kicked around that idea before, but I don't know if that's a a, a good thing for BGS. It's sort of like, uh, nah, you know, I know this isn't going to get a 10, so I'm going to
1: send it over there.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's part of the thing that suppresses their value. Yeah. You know, so
1: the cool thing is if you got a a card that's like a a perfect 10, maybe you'll send it to Beckett and get that, you know, black label 10. And so for you guys that don't know, there is
0: a Beckett 10. It's a pristine. And then above that, I believe there's a there's a black label, which is is like a perfect, flawless card.
1: It would be like uh, your Beckett card gets a 10 on your subgrades, it's 10, 10, 10, 9.5. So you'll get a 10 and you'll be pleased because your resale value will be awesome on it. But if you get a 10 subgrades, 10, 10, 10, 10, then it's a black label and the price just went
0: way up. I've never seen one live. I've never seen a black label in hand. So have you?
1: Yeah, we've had a couple come through the shop. I mean, I I always remember a, a teenage kid bought a a no-name black label Beckett card we had in the case a couple years ago, and didn't care about the player, didn't know who the player was, nothing. Just always wanted to have a black label card, so we bought it. It was like twenty or thirty bucks. And that's just a no-name or in a black label. Right. So at the national, I saw a case full of them. What? You know, yeah. If you go back and watch my little um, my little national couple minute five minute video I put together on the YouTube channel if you pause it at one point, there's a showcase and you'll see a whole bunch of black label tens in there. Nice.
0: Yeah. I've never seen one in hand. Uh, for goodness sake, I've never even seen an SGC gold label. in it. I haven't, either. I haven't seen one of those. So, um, and if you guys are wondering if you guys were watching this or if you guys uh, keep, go back uh, on the replay and see the video, why I didn't pull up an SGC 10 of Jason Tatum. It's because um, one hasn't sold. Uh, so I guess that card is old enough to where um, there there just aren't any SGC 10s of that card. So um, I think somebody chimed in here.
1: Just Mackie daydreaming. Yeah, fix it. Up. <laughs> I might buy the LeBron rookies. Uh, yeah. And I might be able to find you a buyer for the Jordan stuff. Hit me up.
0: There you go. Yeah, um it'll be interesting you know uh, uh in a month to see what sort of volume beckett gets because of this pricing uh we'll see uh there are some loyal beckett folks that are just waiting for them to get their stuff together so we'll see uh all right let's move on to
1: card from the vault why
0: don't you go first josh
1: mine mine um goes along with my stat of the week so stay tuned my stat of the week will involve this player as well this is i took the front off of it so you can see the card a little clearer this is a mike trout out of tops tribute uh a nasty nasty patch that's from the all-star game um the patch does say event worn memorabilia this is numbered to nine so this is number three of nine because my stat of the week involved this man, I thought I'd dig something out of the vault. This is just a card that I didn't want to sell because it just looks so cool and I love it. So well,
0: I think I think that should that's a good candidate for for BGS. That would look great in a BGS slide.
1: It's pretty clean. You know, those thick cards are tough to grade because instead of four corners they've got eight, but this one does look like it would grade well for sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you can't 10 cards, let me know. I'll throw a couple. in. <laughs> Absolutely. So
0: mine, uh, I showed, this was a card from the vault um, when it was raw, and it was encased, and so I sent it off to be graded, and let me switch the screens. Oh, you got it? I was gonna try, but I can't do it. You did it. There, there you go. go. Here we go. Little Jason Tatum, downtown. At a Panini um, 1 and 1. 1 and 1. PSA 10, so... Glad that got a 10. I would have been frustrated if that thing was encased and got, and got less than a 10, but it happens. I know it happens. You know, that
1: Panini one-in-one product is, is really cool. I remember one of the, got one of the regulars down at the shop. It was uh, probably a year ago, bought one of the one-in-one boxes and those were at the time, they were like a thousand dollars. You're getting two cards and uh, one's a guaranteed auto. And then you get this other base card or sometimes a downtown, but, um, uh, Maybe this was two years ago, but pulled the auto and it was like, uh, George Gervin or something like that. You know, yeah. he just spent a thousand bucks on it. Like, uh, but the downtown was Curry Oof. and it was at the, at the height of the hobby when those boxes were a thousand. So that Curry card by itself, um, he went, went home and listed it on eBay and it brought at least a thousand, maybe 1100 bucks. So, yeah. uh, uh, how,
0: how much do I value the downtown?
1: I don't know. What's it comp at? It,
0: it, I it think popped? there's some listings on eBay that are north of $2,000. So it probably will not pull that unless he drops like 60 tonight. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's probably going to be in that $1, 18, $1,900 range uh, for that card. I think that's, that's safe uh, for that for
1: now, unless he goes
0: crazy and, the The game tonight,
1: I've just, just peeked in at it. It's virtually tied at halftime. So good game so far. Nice. Um, All right.
0: Uh, Speaking of downtowns coming out of the one and one it'd be interesting to see if downtowns come out of the three and two baseball, because those would be sweet. I know it's, it's going to be unlicensed, but if you look at like uh, some case hits or rare inserts coming out of some Panini product, even for baseball, those things do hold value. Like mm-hmm. the blank slates out of Diamond Kings, very sought after. Uh, so it'd be interesting. I'd have to look that
1: up. Might be worth I'm excited seeing. that they're doing that product. The, yeah. the boxes, I've looked at the pictures online. The boxes are really cool. Oh, yeah. All right. Smart moves, Panini yeah. smart move.
0: Uh, all right, next uh, next week, what's coming to the shop next week? We've got some some pretty juicy products coming
1: next week, right? Yeah, uh, let's go ahead. And... So Panini Black football, always hot. Um, this is, I believe, a first-time select draft picks football. So this would be the, the new class. Uh, Yes, in their in their draft uniforms and with the select branding. So I don't know a whole lot about that. Um, I'm very curious. Now, just out of ignorance, I've seen
0: I've seen select like I've seen Matt Cor- Corral's I've seen Matt Corral on select card in his Ole Miss uniform. Is that out of Chronicles? Is that why I've seen that? Um, or maybe
1: you've seen an XRC?
0: No, no. His He's XRC gonna have- is going to be his Panthers uniform, but I have seen Matt yeah, Corral yeah. in his old Miss uniform in a select yeah. product. So that's probably yeah. Chronicles, right? Yeah, it would
1: have to be Chronicles. Um, yeah, I don't know why I said XRC because yeah, that, they're, those are notorious for being their pro uniforms. So yeah.
0: Matt Roper, thanks for timing in. Yes, it is Chronicles. So, uh, so it'd be it'd be cool the product, you know. I know that. Uh, last year, they did the Draft Picks Mosaic, and I think they did that again this year. Uh, so it'll be neat to see um, the, the select Draft Picks football. So what, what else is coming?
1: Um, yeah, I was just looking at that. They have the color wheel inserts and the zebras and stuff in oh, yeah. those as well. So, um, you know, select is all, regular select hobby is always super late in every sport. So this is still twenty one, twenty two select basketball. Hmm. So that's that's what Kate, Kate Cunningham class. Yep. Uh, so that that's probably the last of that class for a hobby product to come out. Um, Chronicles baseball is always fun and inexpensive, um, and can be loaded. And then Tops Update. Everyone's waiting for Tops Update. That's the if all goes well. I think the end of this very end of this month. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. So. Um, do you think, let me just pick your brain. We were talking about Tops Chrome and the overreaction to Tops Chrome baseball. Yeah. Do you think because of that that the Tops Update series is going to be more sought after or less sought after because they're not coming out with Tops Update Chrome in hobby? That's I believe that's either an online only or retail Yeah. Uh, So what do you, what's your take on what the market is going to look for, um, or what the market sort of appetite is going to be for that tops update series.
1: My gut says it'll probably be really good. And if, um, I think people will probably before they jump the gun and buy, 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 they'll do some research. Everyone wants to know, all right, are the right short prints in here? Um, and once they know they are, I think it'll be all systems go on that stuff. So, uh, plus it's always way less expensive than Chrome. So, you'll get you'll get your chance. You could buy two boxes for the price of what you could buy Chrome for. So, I think it'll sell really, really good as long as Tops doesn't drop the ball on this. And I would be shocked if they were because of the blowback they've gotten from this, from overreaction. Tops Chrome overreaction
0: here's here's a hot take on this one
1: i think to make up for
0: what happened with chrome
1: they're not actually. I,
0: I think they're they're gonna toss in some goodies i think that there may be some some Damian control like some hot boxes like so um I think I remember this. Like, there, you could get a hot box uh, back in the day. When I say back in the day, I meant like a year and a half ago. But a year and a half ago, with Allen and Ginter, right? You could get like a hot box and like every card in the box had this rainbow foil feel to it.
1: Yeah. I actually opened them once.
0: Yeah. uh, I think they're going to seed these boxes with something juicy like that. Um, just to make up for that and let let the hobby know that they've got their back i that's that's my call for tops update now. I don't As know opposed
1: if to just a few extra short prints make make them just a little easier to pull yeah and it yeah. takes away some of the luster I guess
0: i I think that they're gonna do something, so that's that's my take on that i you know last year's update, I think was a little bit lukewarm. I think everybody mm-hmm. is wanting this update series to be something spectacular, just because it has been in the past. Um, but uh, I'm hoping that they sort of re- try to re- try to redeem themselves and uh, make it make it a product that everybody's looking forward to to rip and open. So, yeah. But um, all right, any any available? When,
1: when are we going to be breaking again soon, Josh? Uh, good question. Well, when the, when the right product comes out and uh, <laughs> we're ready to take, take the breaking gloves and put the breaking gloves back on, probably not, not too long. Okay,
0: good. I know that, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some more breaks hit the market and then the guys in, in the chat here are probably looking forward to some of that too. So, all right, let's wrap things up. With crazy stat of the week. Josh, what is your crazy stat of the week?
1: Mine, like I said, centers around Mr. Trout, who flew under the radar this year. Um, You know, he had the back issue, and there was these rumors of, is Trout going to be done? Is he going to have to retire? Is he healthy enough to play? Blah, blah, blah. Trout not only was healthy enough to play, but he had a surprisingly monster year for the amount of games that he played. So we did a little math. I mean, just because most people probably don't know off the top of their head, he hit 40 home runs um, and batted 283. So to put it in perspective, he had more home runs than Otani. He had a higher batting average than Otani and he played in way less games. So He missed 43 games this year and still hit 40 home runs. And when I heard that stat, I was kind of like, "Uh, that's a crazy stat of the week is what I thought. But So we did a little number crunching before. And had he played in all the games and not been injured, he would have ended with 54 home runs. Wow. Would have been second behind Judge and not that far behind Judge, who was on a historic pace this year. So that was just, you know, how can you be Mike Trout and have those numbers and play that well and be overshadowed? Just have Otani on your team, I guess. But so I, you know, Trout has an off season and his back feels pretty good and he comes back strong. He's kind of like, you know, LeBron in his prime and those guys that you can just kind of hand MVP to him every year because of how well they play. So that really blew me away that he, uh, he could hit 40 home runs with a bad back and 43 less games.
0: And uh, Josh and I were looking at some card pricing. Um, and and we were thinking, you know, if, just check it out for yourselves, guys. See what Trout rookies are going for now and where they were. Um, and if he stays healthy, goes on another run, uh, now may be the time uh, to maybe jump on a couple of those. Anthony is saying...
1: Certified. He's like he's
0: he's calling for a certified break. I I tend to agree. Like I like oh, yeah. certified. Uh and cool. Mackie is saying uh
1: Otani, he's not happy.
0: Ooh, there's a Ooh, take.
1: Mackie, Mackie's got some uh some inside juice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first from Mackie Presley. That's right. So my crazy
0: stat of the week, let me show
1: uh
0: this photo since it's basketball season. Wilt Chamberlain averaged in the same season where he scored the hundred point game. He averaged forty eight point five two minutes a game for that season.
1: And so, and when I heard that stat, I said, Well, wow, that's a lot of minutes. How many are in a game?" <laughs> forty eight. <48. laughs> <laughs> so
0: apparently, uh, the Philadelphia uh, was in a lot of overtime games that season. So, and he he played in. Uh, just about every game, every minute, every game. And why, I mean, why would you take Wilt off the floor ever? So I just thought that was a crazy stat.
1: Yeah, that, that is, I'd never heard of that. That's crazy. He, <laughs> he averaged more points or more minutes than there are in a game for an entire season.
0: Well, guys, if you've uh, lasted through this entire episode, please like, subscribe, comment, leave us a review. Let us know what, we, what we're we doing right let us know what we're doing wrong so we can stop it immediately. Um, Josh, any uh, parting shots before we let these guys go and catch the second half of the Celtics game?
1: Uh, no. Go, there's some there's some baseball on. There's some basketball on and football in a day and a half. So it's a good time to be a sports fan. Come down to the shop. Spend some money. Keep us in business. All
0: I got. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Good night. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you like the Talking Shop podcast, be sure to give us a great rating and review. Catch you next time as we talk shop.